Welcome to the Avance Podcast. I'm Dan. And I'm Nick. <laughs> We're both just like, it's uh-huh. hot. I'm it's tired. Hot. Yeah, it's like 90 degrees today. I, mean, I can't believe <laughs> Vance makes us do this. Uh, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> it has uh, been a good week, sir. Yeah, uh, your place has uh, changed dramatically. <laughs> thanks to your lovely father who's in town and just is continuing to build project after project after project. So my mom was right on this. It's making me laugh. My dad loves projects. He just, you know, he's like me. He likes to play with new tools, use them, and he'll find projects if he finds tools. Oh, he likes new tools. I see. Shocking, this right? This is a good place to be. Well, yeah. and as we've mentioned on this podcast too many times, I have a lot of tools. Yes. Um, and so... I mean, your, we talk, your, your dad's a kid in a candy shop. Yeah, so yeah. we talk a lot about the automotive tools, but I have a lot of tools. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I don't have, like, I'm not a carpenter, so I don't have, like, a full-size uh, table saw, but I have a good job site, work, uh, work site table saw. I have skill saws, you know, reciprocating saws. I have... Chop saw, or, yeah. That's yeah. A reciprocating saw. No, it's a Circular saw. saw. Circular saw. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. So I've got those, I've got, you know, every, if you need to do basic woodworking, framing, whatever, I actually have a lot of specialized tools as well, not just regular stuff. I have a really good nail gun. I mean, everything. So my, and I have a lot of wood from re, that I've reclaimed from the, the barn and the shop as we've gone through it. And so my dad just got bored and was like, yeah, you could put stairs to go open to this. I'm like, yeah, you know, I could. And he's like, I can make them. <laughs> And two days later, there are a really nice set of stairs in your garage. Yeah. And everybody's yeah. like, yeah, you'd think it'd be some you know, like half-ass staircase, but no, it's nope. measured perfectly. It's got two by 12s for stringers that he custom made. And it is completely by code and he's done it by eye. Like I've not, I've seen him pull out a tape measure once yeah. and everything is flat level. It's amazing. Yeah. Absolutely amazing. A skill set I will probably never have because I don't have that lifetime of work to do it, <sighs> but it's been amazing to watch. And I'm just like, I'm working upstairs. I work from home, of course. And so I go outside at lunch and I'm like, there's a staircase there. Yeah. <laughs> I keep yelling at him. I'm like, Dad, I'll be off work. Then I can help. He's like, oh, this is easy. No, he's just, <laughs> it's just project after a project. Yeah. And he's just looking around. He's looking for more projects, too. The, the brain is constantly turning. We need to work on his job site safety. Other than that, um, <laughs> you know, other than that, he's great. OSHA does so, not approve. Yeah, yeah, OSHA do not come out here. Uh, yeah, so. but um, Yeah. The uh, cement guy started today. So 40 feet of new driveway coming in front of the main house. So that'll that's 40 feet is four car lengths, but it's 40 by uh, 40 by 25. So it's eight car lengths that'll fit in the main section in front of the house. And then 30 feet out from the shop, uh, 30 by 20. So that's, you know. Six cars there, plus two more in the shop, so about ten cars with the shop, and then you don't own that many cars, Dan. Yet, yet. Oh, okay, fair. <laughs> fair. Okay, okay. Are you going to open Dan's garage and storage? I might. Okay. Yeah, I think I might. Good. I do. Everything storage. As soon as I started oh. talking to a few people about it, I'm the first person. Yeah, Nick's like, <laughs> I'm like, yeah, the Triumph will be here. The, the bikes Triumph will be here. Yeah, yeah the bikes. Absolutely. And then, yeah. Uh, Victoria's like, I want to get a race car. Can I put it out there? <laughs> Sure, leave like, the keys. Yeah, that's what she said. She's like, I'll leave you the keys. Oh, that's... And I was yeah. like, okay. I was like, yeah, you and Cole can come bring cars out. Cool. That wheel was off when you left it. Uh, right. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, been, it's been Project Heaven here. Nice. It's been pretty cool, though. Um, obviously, you did the, redid the electrical panel. I got the wrong plug. Lucky me. Um, I got one plug wrong. Uh, one plug out of the whole thing. Damn it, we can't weld right now. Not that, we <laughs> Not that I have that a anyways. tank full yeah. of yeah. 75, 25, yeah. but you know... Um, yeah, that's coming up next. So I'm really looking forward to that. Nice. Um, you saw that was kind of cool. Pull the box right. Like it. Yeah. I mean, it's, it, yeah, it's a little intimidating. Electricity is intimidating just because I have, well, I'll say it. I've, I've screwed up a lot and, and oh, I've, myself I've, like I've sent some voltage through my body, which probably has not done a positive thing, but, uh, <laughs> you know, or a negative, get it. Uh, 
power joke. Um, so, <laughs> so uh, yeah, the, bo- the that new panel is amazing. Like the OC- the OCD side of me wants to do like I mean I want to do my own house, but I want to have a panel that's like you know every wire comes out at the exact same angle and they curve oh, yeah. like that. You know, like the plumbers do that too. That's amazing to me. But um, that box you put in is gorgeous. Um, you know. God, I'm old. It's a. It's <laughs> funny because these things, as you're younger, they sound kind of boring. But then when you start actually working in your own shop and you realize the requirements that are needed to have, you know, the lift, the dryer, the everything else, yeah. it is really, really satisfying to be able to do it yourself. And I understand why electricians charge so much too. Right. Yeah. yeah. And if I didn't have somebody looking over my shoulder, obviously I would not yeah. be doing it myself. So I'm very fortunate right now to save a ton of money. But he left me a, a shopping list for tonight. So I'm done here. I have to go back to Home Depot. I have been to Home Depot Every night the last week and a half. How Every late, single how night. How do they open? 10 o'clock. Okay. <laughs> uh, which is kind of nice to shop. Don't get me wrong. They closed the pro entrance at 9, though, so I take the wood like all the way through the store. But he's, he's like, get me a dozen 2x4s and a couple of 2x12s and this decking, and we'll finish everything. <laughs> so that said. Give me this stuff. Leave me alone tomorrow, and everything will be done. Yeah. I need to get insulation, too, because that said, exciting news, um, I don't want to rush it too much because it will take a lot of finish work, but the office part of the shop will be framed and sheetrocked by next week oh so i mean i'll need to mud and tape and texture it and then i'll have to get some carpet installed top there with some sound deadening through the floor because i want to it'll be the studio as well but uh, i ordered the ceiling fans today that exhaust fans that go up on the top of the roof so they can pull the heat out and i have an air conditioner for up there I i really wanted to do a mini split for the shop but to do it right it would just cost so much for a shop that size well let alone i mean the with the front door is not ceiling you'd lose a lot Right, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, I mean, over the winter, though, once the new concrete pad is in front, I'll be able to seal up those doors and all yeah. the doors. But, right, yeah, for right. now, I'm just going to put yeah. a little, like, temporary in-window air conditioner. I'm going to get a window, put it up there, then put the window, <laughs> then put the air conditioner in it. Excuse me, do you have a w- air conditioner that comes with a window? Well, it's kind of funny. I looked on Facebook. I actually found windows. Oh, okay. Like, take out vinyl windows or yeah. or Somebody ordered. took them out. Yeah. Well, ordered to fit, and they're not the right size. Oh, okay. And I'm not that picky. So I'm like, you know, okay. is it at least three feet wide or I mean, um, 30 inches wide and about two feet tall ish, sure. give or take six inches. It'll be fine. So, so I mean, when we're putting out there that your parents being here is, is now a hostage situation, right. they, can, they can go home when the projects are done, but it's a catch 22 because the, the projects are never done. done. Okay. Fair enough. Well, we laugh because my dad was out in the barn and he's like, you know, I could have an apartment up here in like two weeks. <laughs> He's like, he's like, it's already like the, everything's stable. It Nobody's just, making you leave. Build yeah. an apartment. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, I just need some sheetrock and some two by fours. I'll start on the stairs. Okay. <laughs> like, That's just, you know, that generation is is amazing. I mean, li- it, sitting there and talking to your dad, listening to your dad. Yeah. Because he was talking through the electrical and what, and as far as making sure that you had the right conduit and the right outlet and the right breaker and like amazing. Yeah, I mean, there's just things. I mean, you can read a book. You can watch YouTube and know which wire you need. But, you know, it's like, no, you need 8 F2. more just sitting next to you. Right. Yeah. It's really different when somebody's in front of you watch, yeah. watching you do it and explaining to you why you do it yeah. as I do it. He knows the way I learn, obviously, because he's my father. Yes. And so I learn very quickly with my dad. And I wish I wish that he had been closer the last several years as I've gotten this place. Like, it's just, it's really great having them around. I'm very fortunate to have the parents I do. Again, I mean, so. we don't let them go. Right? No. They now live your, here. Your sister will probably have a problem with that, but <laughs> other than that, yeah. Yeah, so. just fly back, grab their things, come yeah. back. Thanks. Good. You live here now. Ha. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, nice. boy. Yeah, there's a lot going on this week. Uh, we should start with the Carter tip of the week. Mm. 
What is it, Nick? <laughs> the Carter tip of the... That's a good one, Dan. That is a good one. Um, <laughs> I think we've talked about this before that Dan and I... We don't we don't necessarily make them up, but we it's not necessary. It's always things that happen. Yeah, we find inspiration you, as we go along. When you, inspiration when you go along. I'm going to talk about... I'm, I'm literally going to pull this out. Uh, about knowing... Okay, so I... I I'm looking at this a little bit. I, I took a uh, road trip to the whole rainforest this weekend. Yeah. And um, went to one of my favorite places on the coast out there by the Tree of Life at the Kanalachi uh, trailhead there at the Tree of Life, which mm-hmm. is one of my favorite places. Best campground. Unfortunately, we couldn't camp there this weekend. But um, I noticed something that a lot of people, when they're going camping, especially when they're, when they're, they're bringing their, their thir- fifth wheels and stuff like that, they're not looking at their camp spaces, and so many people have their 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 fifth wheels are pulled into these spaces and these beautiful spaces on the ocean, and they're sticking way out into the road because they did not pre look at the space to see if their 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 stuff would fit there. And this mm-hmm. was a big problem because it was blocking the road. But apparently, it was an issue to the point where some people were being asked to leave because they had these giant rigs. Right. They were parked in these small spaces that didn't fit, and they were blocking the road, which was not only causing an issue for people to get in and out, but it was a fire hazard. So um, we were kind of watching this happen, which was kind of funny. Um, it's unfortunate. I mean, and I was trying to kind of take advantage of the situation of like, well, if you're going to kick them out of the spot and I only have a car, I'll take that spot. <laughs> it didn't yeah. work, unfortunately. But um, yeah. that is something to really think about. If you're going to be taking a fifth wheel out, especially uh, camping and things like that, uh, a lot of these new spaces, everything is booked online. You, you know, there's yes. nobody at the gates anymore. Um, well, there is somebody at the gates to make sure that, you know, somebody else doesn't come sit in your spot. But uh, you really need to. Most of those spaces will tell you how much and how big of a vehicle you can have in certain spaces. Um, and most of the time, they will ask you uh, what type of vehicle you're bringing in or how many vehicles you're bringing in. Uh, a lot of these spaces are bigger um, and can accommodate two cars. Um, I, I'm seeing a, a trend in camping. A lot of these places, these people were bringing hammocks, which was kind of a cool idea. So um, I, did, I did see that. Um, so it was kind of an interesting little just tidbit uh, that I thought I'd pass along. I know a lot of people out there are going out, and most people know how to take their trailers and do that, but you may not necessarily know if it's going to fit. And uh, these campgrounds are, are, are cracking down on it. So, um, yeah. Yep. Uh, the KOA website, I know, lists that. For those of you who are doing that, it's easy. KOA, nothing wrong with KOA. Um, yeah. For you guys, Overlanders, there's a smaller app I found that I've been really happy with called iOverlander, and it will tell you where open camping is in your area. My mom is big on that and was push- yeah. it gave that to me. So, yeah. it's a, It doesn't have as many reviews as some of the other apps, but I'm it's pushing really it neat. for free. It's fantastic. Like, yeah. if you just put up on the map, it'll tell you where open camping is. Mm-hmm. So, if you're in a you know a pop-up tent rig or you've just got a small tent with you, this is really fantastic because you can just go there and camp. Yeah. And this is great when you're up at, like, Stampede Pass or someplace where you're in a national forest or something. Well, and I was going to say uh, on this thing, it, this is for our Washington listeners or people want to come up here. The Olympic Peninsula right now is absolutely gorgeous. Yes. Um, I went up. We we uh, we have a very good friend of ours, Mindy, who is uh, the photographer for Concorso yeah. and Jet Center events, and she lives in Oakland, and she's never been up here. And so we did a I, – I kind of put together this – well, uh, t- truthfully, everything that I had planned to do with her – uh, backfired. The first thing I want to do is take her to Hurricane Ridge. Well, if you don't know, Hurricane Ridge burned down. The whole, all the structure up there burned yep. down. Uh, then and then Stampede was kind of closed. But so I took her up and we went to Nia Bay. And if you've never been up to Nia Bay, that is uh, there's a trail out to Cape Flattery. And Cape Flattery is the most western point in the lower. 48 states. 48 states, which Correct. is really cool. It's a really cool place. It's yep. beautiful. It's a nice little hike in. Don't uh, leave anything in your car. Don't leave anything in your car. 
the tribe that is up there is incredible, and they've built a huge boardwalk that goes all yeah. the way from the parking garage all the way down, to, and it's the views are incredible. It's views on views. Uh, and then we went down and uh, we and we stayed a little bit. I said I was going to avoid forks, and I did everything but avoid forks. <laughs> and I've said you're that, just a huge Twilight I, fan well, still. Forks has changed a little bit. It's not the. It's more meth and less Twilight. It's, le- it's less meth actually. Oh. more Twilight. Um, That's good. We stayed a little bit. We stayed a little bit north of Forks in La Push, which was a lot of fun. Um, and uh, hi, hello, Theo. <laughs> hi. Another. Oh, oh my God. Oh, God, that's in my mouth. <laughs> oh, good. Mom must be home, huh? Yeah. COVID. Yeah. COVID test from Theo. COVID test from Theo. Uh, so we stayed in La Push, and then we went. We got up in the morning. and We went to the whole rainforest. <laughs> And uh, thank God we got there early because when we left, we went up and did a bunch of hikes. When we left, it was like a three-hour wait to get into the park, which Mm -hmm. if you have not been up to the whole rainforest, you are missing out. I mean, they have since – uh, for the first six months of the year, they've already had over five feet of rain that has hit the hoe, and it is incredible. It's H O H, just so we're clear. Oh, yep. <laughs> Spending time in the hoe, but uh, it's incredible. The peninsula is beautiful right now. Uh, it was, uh, the beaches are absolutely gorgeous. They're not. We went the week after Memorial Day for obvious reasons, but it was a wonderful, wonderful trip. So yeah, yeah. a lot of people from out of state say that. The Ho Rainforest is one of the most underrated parks. Period. Yes. Um. Even people in state, we love it, but it's weird being from here because i've been there so many times and it, it's still beautiful but uh, if you're not from washington if you're one of our california listeners this needs to be on your list more than almost any other state in washington everybody talks about rainier or park Ma- in Ma- washington rainier park is neat yeah, yeah it is beautiful don't be wrong but the whole rainforest is another world it, it really is not anything like you have down there or anywhere else in the u.s um and so you should go check it out and i suggest get there as early as you can yep. that's every park also yeah I'll, the park is open the, that road is open 24 hours a day yeah the ranger, and I'm saying this gracefully, the ranger shows up to start charging people to get into the park at around 9 a.m. If you drive past the ranger station and nobody is there, you drive into the park. That is most parks. Most uh, parks. Um, in fact, uh, it's actually a whole other... You nother... should pay to get into these parks, but if you're there early, just saying. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, I mean, if you have a pass, that's yeah. what you should have is a national park pass. But um, most parks, Arches, uh, there's a couple, what is it? Arches and one other one. Uh, Great Smoky Mountains, and I think those are the two right now. They're, okay. And those, you have to have a reservation just to even get in the park, mm-hmm. and because they're so busy. But if you get there before, I think, 7 a.m. for Arches, and I don't know what time for Great Smoky Mountain, but if you get there really early, you can just drive right in. Um, and they, you just you have to have a pass. They will check, and they will ask you if you're in early. But if you don't have a reservation, that's the only other way you can do it. You just got to show up super early. So Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to find this. So when you drive into the up, it's called the upper hoe road that takes you into the park. There is this great little side of the road. It's, it's, and it's the thing that says last coffee, last food before you go into the park. And we stopped on the way out. The food was amazing. Um, I am just, I'm saying it because they were very kind. I mean, the food was great. It's a lot of Bigfoot themes, but, um, you know, and, uh, but I had a wonderful time and I really, I really suggest, you know, as far as road tips go, come up here. If you need anything, uh, you know, directions from us, you know, write Dan or write me, uh, through yeah. the Avant site. And we'd be glad to kind of tell you, it's not hard. If you basically get on one one and you're just going to circle the peninsula, you, you'll find where you want to go. Um, and again, we didn't have reservations. We just kind of, mm-hmm. cause we were in a car with two tents. We didn't think about it, but ended up having a really good time. The second night we kind of ended up down near Aberdeen, which was a little bit um, yeah. iffy, but it was a great time. So yeah. if you're coming up this way and you're going up to Stampede Pass for your overlanders, or you're going to hike out here, which thousands and thousands and thousands of you do every weekend. There's a little, there's a newer restaurant uh, called South Fork 
and you and I have been there. We've met there before. Yep. Their food is phenomenal. Mm-hmm. They have a perfect five star review. They've earned it, and they have hundreds That's all the of reviews. Rattlesnake there. Um, is that the South Fork right off I ninety? Is that the one you're talking yeah, about? Yeah, yeah. Just just not yeah. the very end of the second to the four sixty eighth or whatever it is the yeah. north almost north yeah. end of North Bend, just past the main downtown North Bend exit. But yeah. um, yeah, little hole in the wall, fantastic place. Some of the best uh, waffles and mac and cheese I've ever had. They have great drinks. They have great coffee. Yeah. Uh, but if you're going on a little date, this is a great stop or a great start or end to your date. I highly recommend it. They have great outdoor seating, so if you have a dog, you can do that. It's like a little golf course there or something, isn't there? Yeah, there's like an activity thing. Activity it's thing, great yeah. for kids. Yeah. Like, there's a lot of really cool stuff going on there, so yeah. check that place out if you're in the area up here. I highly recommend it, and I will have a, a up-and-coming Dan's Drives that features that stop as well as another pass. Yeah, it's where you leave your house, and you drive there, and you eat there, and then you drive home. Yes. Yep. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> yeah, Nothing else. Pretty much. Yeah. No, just kidding. Yeah. Um, lots going on this week in the car world. Obviously, by the time you guys hear this, it's the uh, Avance Classics on the Green at Chateau St. Michel. Big event coming up there. Um, you can see tons of beautiful cars uh, way beyond what you would normally see in Cars and Coffee or what you would see at Exotics Redmond. I don't think they've announced it, but there are cars coming from out of state. Yes. Yeah. There are some yeah. stuff you will never see. You'd be lucky if you ever see in your lifetime they're showing up. Agreed. So, like, stuff worth going to. I mean, if you're spoiled by Exotics or Edmontown Center, and you are, this is going to even be a tier above that with some of the specialty stuff. So, yeah. so keep that in mind if you haven't. Um, and great wine, great food. Yeah. All that. Shout out to St. Michelle. Yeah. By, by well, the time you hear this, we will know the results of the 24 Hours of Le Mans. And if you don't know. Oh, this is great. This is really cool. I want to talk about um, this. Uh, garage 50, uh, garage was it Garage fifty six or what? Is, um, oh, what is the name of that team? Uh, garage fifty six. <laughs> yeah, um, they have they they have taken a brand new the the next gen uh, uh, stock car from NASCAR and they are going to go over and they're going to race it in the twenty four hours of Le Mans. And the interesting thing about this is it's a uh, it's seven hundred fifty horsepower, um, and they're it's racing in the GT class. And just for practice, they have already it has already beaten uh, in practice the, the laps by two and a half seconds. That's insane. You want to take a break? We're good. Yeah, let's take a quick break. Okay. Say hi to our dog, who's I very know, happy to see you. I know. And we're back after my dog had to try and eat Nick's face most at least it, four times. Most of it. I mean, I'm glad to be. Theo's a wonderful dog. So I don't. I mean, so basically, <laughs> they took a NASCAR to Le Mans. They're racing in it. The 24 Hours of Le Mans. I mean, it's a modified NASCAR because obviously it has headlights and taillights. And it goes it's, right. It's all. It goes right <laughs> or left. Yeah, whichever one. Uh, and it's already setting lap records in its class so i think it's going to be really interested i think uh, you know i think the europeans aren't used to, they, they have this look down effect on nascar how it's this stupid event and the technology i've always think is so cool so i'm really excited to see I, this to see a camaro and yeah i think it's an awesome fit because nascar is all about efficiency mm-hmm. uh it's you know it's spec class obviously which makes it kind of cool and i'm with most of our listeners I won't say that. That's a bold statement. I'm with many of our listeners in that. I, I get kind of bored watching a full NASCAR race. Don't mm-hmm. get me wrong. But I do love all the technology goes into it just like you do. And I love that they're doing this because, you know. And it's it's Jimmy Johnson. <laughs> Jensen Button is the thir- second driver. Theo does not like NASCAR, apparently. And, and, <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> Theo's, Theo's having a rough week. We're having right? some separation anxieties this week. It's Stop fine. trying to eat the bird. Yeah. Yeah, or the bird's trying to eat him. Yeah, it could yeah. be either way. Yeah. It's a tough call. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> or the spider. Or the spider. You don't eat the spider either. <laughs> but I think it's going to be really cool. By by the time you listen to this, the, the results will be out. But I'm, I'm, I very rarely watch that event, let alone cheer for something. And I'm really excited to see that happen. And obviously, Cadillac is there big time yeah. with their hybrid engines and stuff. I think it's going to be a really cool race this year. And it's the 100th running of the 24 Hours of Le Mans. So, yep. yeah. 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 
well, then, like you said, and then the weekend the NASCAR after, <laughs> yeah, having the NASCAR, yeah, exactly. Great. I think that's going to be cool. Actually, I, w- I can't wait to hear the commentary I'd from like the to race. See, maybe you know, maybe this will be a situation like it was for the NFL, where they open up where NASCAR races can start to be in in Europe and stuff like that. That'd be kind of cool. That would actually be really cool. I mean, to see like you know NASCAR over at you know at uh, what is it? Uh, what's the what's the English track? Silverstone. There? Silverstone. That would be really cool. That would be really cool. Because I mean, they do they some of the NASCAR races. What's the one they do down in California down in Sonoma? Isn't it that that's yeah. a that's a that's a road course road, road course. So yeah, kind of fun. So I'm I'm cool. This is the new generation of, of the NASCAR of, of I guess the what do they call it? I forgot the new generation GTE. Uh, yeah. Well, I'm just saying it's, it's GTE the, class, right? It's the new. This is the NASCAR we will start to see in the new races and things like that here. I think so. So who's driving? It's Jensen it, Button. And so and Jimmy Johnson, who is his okay. car, uh, J- Jensen Button, and then Mike uh, Rockenfeller. Uh, I don't know right? who that is. I don't either, but I mean, it's, you know, 100. Yeah, I, I mean, feel like I should. People are going to give me crap for that. Well, I mean, is he a NASCAR you know, driver? You can't know everything. Um, but yeah. I don't, I'm try- He's a German race car driver. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Audi factory driver. Okay. Beating a DTM. There you go. I don't know why he's Swedish now in my head, but yeah, there we go. Know. He's German. Rocky is the name. German fresh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. So imagine what you can learn on Google while you're doing this. So uh, it'll be fun. I'm looking forward to it. I think it's going to be kind of fun to watch. So. Uh, other stuff this week, you know, there wasn't, there's not a whole lot of car, car news, I guess, that I'm really excited about. The, that probably tops the list. I was uh, reading a little bit into the uh, car requirements that are coming out, and that's important. Every animal in my house is screaming. Um, I'm looking at the uh, the car requirements are changing in California, and that means small engines are going away. And now we know that's coming, and why we're talking about this in Washington, obviously we have California listeners, but Washington is probably the only state that thinks California's government is doing something amazing. Um they're special like that. But anyway, um, that's coming to us. and It will come to us, yeah. Yeah, it, no, they'll probably do it the, the year after. If you, or if you don't know, year. California is already, there's no more new two-strokes being sold. Right. Which sucks. Yeah, especially for dirt bikes. I mean, the, yeah. there is a, it's probably an exception. It's I was looking through that because it's under 25 horsepower. Yeah, It's but a I really mean, weirdly written law. Yeah, but I mean, you've got to think in a two-stroke, that's going to be what, like 250? Yeah, two fifty and up. Yep. Yeah, I mean you're gonna yeah. So so two fifties to four fifties. Yeah, but I mean the four stroke class is taken over, and that's fine. I mean, yeah, I'm not too upset with that. <laughs> this is an editing nightmare. But no, it. What I am excited about though is the advancement of battery power. Yeah. So this again, especially in lawnmowers, I'm not all bad about. That. <laughs> I don't see this as being all bad. As much as I want to, and I find it annoying, I get it. Like two stroke small engines put out a ton of like exhaust fumes that it's burning gas and oil at the same time. Yeah. I mean, yeah. more than your car would in probably six months. Yeah. There's no catalytic converter. Um, even, but even small bikes have proven like, um, the monkeys, for example, come with catalytic converters of all things. Uh, so does the new, they did. Yeah, they did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Not that they use yeah. much fuel anyway. Um, but yeah, like a leaf blower will put out a constantly running leaf blower. will put out more exhaust gas than the car would in almost a year in a single session. But that said, my property, I have both. I had to have both because I will run out of batteries left and right and batteries are heavy, but they're getting better. And so the more was, we push this, the more efficient it gets. The battery technology in these simple lawnmowers, I think is really cool. Like, yeah. I think that's a really neat thing. I wish I would have had that as a kid because having to put gas and oil in it, it sucked. It's It made me go down this rabbit. The reason I'm bringing this up is it made me go down this rabbit hole of, okay, what are we doing to address some of this stuff? Because think of like professional landscaping. Not that anybody has any water in California anyway, but companies like that where they're using it all the time, that's a lot of money in batteries, a lot. And batteries have a shelf life. 
but you now you can't buy anything new, but or can you use the existing stuff? Or is that can you use be- the existing stuff? But that's going to get banned away too. Yeah, of course. Yeah, um, I mean, and you can't buy anything new, and yeah. it's um, it's not all of California. So there's some rural, rural areas that have exceptions, yeah. and that's that's a good thing. Um, but it made me go down this rabbit hole looking up new technology and stuff like that. What I found really really cool, Husqvarna. Husqvarna bird, Husqvarna. They came, just came out with just recently a a battery operated lawnmower, complete. But it's a uh, it's like a Roomba lawnmower, basically. Yeah. But it uses GPS positioning. So if you have a really complicated lawn layout, yeah, it'll go through cut and it cuts and mulch. Obviously, it doesn't bag. Goes back, charges, goes back, finishes your lawn. So a guy, I, I started digging down some reviews in a three acre area, large scale lawn. And not a, not an easy one. A complex design with elevation changes and everything. Took about three hours to do his lawn. Um, but uh, he was down in Texas. And he said, the plus side is it knows when it's raining. It knows when the moisture level is too high for the grass. It knows when to go recharge. He goes, it took a little while to set it up for it to figure it out. But he said, after the last firmware update... And these things aren't cheap. It's just hundred bucks. Yeah, but this is like mapping out your house for your Roomba vacuum. Too. Yeah, but on yeah. a massive scale. But it uses yeah. GPS and it uses online uh, sensors cool. in the mower itself to tell the moisture, things mm-hmm. like that. And so it just goes out all the time, cuts his lawn. And he goes, at first, you know, the first ones, I guess they were, they had like a wire you put around the yard, but they would get cut by rodents, things like that. So it's problematic. So you're seeing stuff like this really come out at a much like greater accelerated pace. Yeah. So I'm kind of excited to see what they have next because now, like if you've seen the backpack style blowers that they have that are battery operated, if they just take two batteries and shove into the backpack or more, kind of heavy, but I mean my backpack blowers thirty pounds as it is. I don't think so. they'd be able to do this, but I'm also surprised. Maybe it hasn't happened. Some of those those lawnmowers, especially like the little ones you're talking about, they've they've got to be putting solar on them too, like to give them a little extra charge or, or give them. I don't think they can get enough power. Well, maybe just, maybe just enough power to, to run the GPS and things like that. Well, there's another company out there called, um, oh, Lowe's sells it. Um, Flex. Flex okay. Tools. Heard of Flex Tools? Oh, yeah. Okay. So I am not. I have DeWalt stuff. He has Milwaukee stuff. <laughs> yeah, we've talked about that endlessly. But they have a new, they've taken um, some of the fast charging technology that Tesla had developed. Did I hear that he got permission to start using microchips in humans? Yes. <laughs> That's a little scary. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. I like Elon a lot, but that's a little I scary. I love Ghost in the Shell, so I'm all about it. Oh, God. <laughs> anyway, um, not the remake, the original. Yes. But anyway, um, they have, they can power uh, fully charge a tool, like a 9-amp-hour battery, or they, they, they use 10-amp-hour batteries, less than less than 30 minutes to full, less than 15 minutes to 85%. And okay. when you think about stuff like that, like, okay, we're still in the new new phases of this. This is really good stuff because when it comes to, I think of like electric motorcycles, electric cars, like the biggest thing is you can't drive anywhere because you're sitting there charging for 30 minutes to an hour. But if, at this accelerated pace of adoption, we may be able to start seeing these things charge in minutes. And I can guarantee you... As long as you take a gas generator with you, you're fine. When we get to the point where we can recharge a car in a close amount of time to refilling a car depending on the size of the battery, we will have a game changer where people will gladly cross over. Because right now, like, I'm obviously not going to go buy an electric car for the for my use cases. Yeah. And we're back with the dog trying to eat me again. No, you can't eat the microphone. Anyway, um, yeah, if we can get to that point and we start to see more of this stuff take over, that's going to be the, the crossover point. And it's not that... The, the charge in four, three to five minutes, that's... Ugh. Yeah, but I mean, like, well, I mean, filling my truck from empty... 35 gallon tank yeah. so if you can get you know that kind of range out of a big vehicle like that then yeah i could probably if it, if you could give me a full charge full tank in 20 minutes i would find that acceptable yeah that would be enough to give me a full like okay i'll go electric 
problem is when you go to the towing and things like that. And I don't think they're going to get rid of gas. I think they're just going to make it too expensive to have. It's oh, not too late. Be, it's no. It's well. I mean, it's going to be one of those things where they're like, we're not going to ban gas. We're not going to ban gas vehicles. Now we wouldn't do that to you, but it's twenty dollars a gallon now. Yeah, and I can see them making it prohibitively expensive versus. Oh, I mean, we have that now with race fuel, <laughs> right? You know, yeah. It's like so, hundred bucks a you know. But anyway, as we look more into this stuff, I'm I try and always look at it from okay. My I always get the my gut trigger event is I don't like this because I re, I rely on a lot of two stroke tools my chainsaws and they're specifically excluded actually chainsaws under or over forty five cc's are excluded and that's because professional industry can't get by on a chainsaw that's less than that. Well, I mean I don't want to make this political, but I think you hit on a really good point there about these these lawn crews and most of them are being run by these Hispanic crews. You, you would devastate the lawn in lawn industry if you really did this so yeah it's slim margins yeah yeah so uh, as long as they can keep using the existing stuff for a while i think they'll be okay but that stuff's expensive um but you know dude i i have a lot of double tools especially like my string trimmer right now that i've got and my chainsaw in fact we've used our battery chainsaws extensively and i love them i used to attend last couple they're quiet they're quick there's no startup time so the better these things get, I'm not opposed to it. And I, I think a lot of people would be surprised to hear that from somebody like me who is typically not really on the big of <laughs> the, I'm not usually on the cusp of, of adopting these new policies and being okay with it. But, you know, we do, there's a, in it's this adapting, use case. not adopting, I think. Yeah. I think that's what, yeah. Once it's the, I think they're insane to try and push some of this stuff, but. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you are so annoying. Um, cute though. How many times have we said that about somebody? <laughs> yeah, that's true. But Theo gets it a lot. He's adorable. So He's trying to eat me currently. Yeah. Um, yeah. He's, he's trying to eat you and stop eating me, so I'm fine. Yeah. I, again, I don't know. This is this. I, I think that a lot of the politicians are going a little far with this green stuff. It's you know, I, I think we need to adapt. I think we need to be better on the pile, the, the planet. But I think there's got to be some type of well, this idea of going. We're not going to sell cars anymore. It's like it's not going to work. Like you're not politics in general. They've gone to this in the U.S. especially, but people in general have gone to this. It has to be polarizing one way or the other. Nobody wants to meet in the middle. They want to do the like you know, let's do what's better for the environment and ban all cars because that won't have any impact on anybody who can't afford it. I just, yeah, <laughs> I mean, turning car ownership into a poor tax, of course. Yeah, because it doesn't affect them. No, and it gets them buy offs. And this is going to go quickly political. Yeah, we need to be careful. Uh, well, I mean, <laughs> it's just the way it is. I'm starting things. to pull People out my Apple that. box to stand on it. Hold on. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Did you see Apple's new augmented reality slash uh, no, headset? No, creepy AF. <laughs> no, no, thirty five hundred dollars. And by the way, did you know that when you look at somebody, it's not clear. There's actually a screen that's projecting their eyes to the, so you can see them. It's not clear. Yeah, look into that. So when, when you see pictures of people and they have it on, you can see their eyes. That's not their real eyes. That's the cameras inside recording their face and then projecting it on an LCD screen. Interesting. That's yeah. some serious processing power, though. That Well, of course it is. It's it, it only, Here's the thing. The battery only runs for about two hours, and they're talking about watching movies and stuff on these things. It would never work. That's ridiculous, by the well, way. Well, if you're sitting and watching a movie, you could plug in. Yeah, I but, do that with my headset. I mean, it wouldn't be any different. That's just no. I I'm sorry. I don't give me on that that soapbox. But that was just that is not. Mm. Remember when these things He's, came out? It's going to turn us into Wally because the next thing we're gonna have, <laughs> we're gonna have vote. We're gonna have You're floating floating like wheelchairs, and then we're gonna have our augmented screens hover around. This episode is us trying not to be eaten by the dog who just wants to play. <laughs> We've played with him three times already. 
be nice. Okay? Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I said, I'm talking to Dan. Uh, yeah. So. Well, guess what I'm going to do after the show tonight? Edit? <laughs> Edit. No, no. Correct. No. no, I'm going to Home Depot. Okay. For like the sixth night in a row. Because I need be to fun. get more two by fours. Well, you did get, you did, your your, your lead contractor there uh, told your lead uh, design assistant that you need more wood. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. At least it's the cheap stuff now. Absolutely. I'm not now. On, yeah. Well, no, like the those Trex boards are 35 bucks a piece. I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. Two by fours are like four. It's your own fault. For you, it's your guys' own fault for wanting this place to be nice. I know. So Damn us. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Nora, Nora's just sitting out there going, my house gets better and better every day. <laughs> so that's awesome. Yeah. Oh, anyway. All right. Well, we will see you guys all at the Avance uh, Classics on the Green. Classics on the Green, where right. you can see some beautiful cars, and uh, hopefully you can uh, don't touch them, because not all of them are covered in stack. Aztec. I didn't know I was going to that until I, I got an email today from Chrissy saying I was signed up as a volunteer. So I guess I'll see everybody there. <laughs> uh, yeah. Don't forget to yeah. Vaughn's Off-Road is coming up as well. Come say come say hello, get a hot dog, hang yeah. out. Uh, I will be hosting that one because everybody's out of town. So is that I'm, next weekend? Yes, not this weekend, the following Oh, yeah. I'd this weekend is Classics on the Green. Next weekend is Avance Off Road. Oh, I think you will be there by yourself because I've got a conference. I got to go. I got a dental conference I got to go to until noon that day. So that'll yeah. be exciting. Yeah. And don't forget <laughs> the day after that, it's Father's Day. Do something nice for your fathers. Yes. Yeah. So. That's true. All right. Well, again, uh, we're space cadets. We apologize. But, um, you know, we're this shows you we're real people in yes. real homes. Yeah. Yes. This so, is what happens. This is what we happens. get home. The dog missed us. It tries to eat us. Exactly. It's great. Missed us. I mean, he's been hanging out with us for the last four hours. The so. bird tries to tweet its head off. Yeah. yeah. So. Okay. All right. Well, for this episode of the Avance Podcast, I'm Nick. I'm Dan. Don't just get there. Enjoy the drive. <laughs>